0: (laughs) And because we're uncontrollably laughing, this is our featured presentation.
1: I am Luke. I am Caleb. I am Daniel. Okay.
0: So uh, this is a podcast where we're going to talk about movies, stories, and really whatever we feel like if we can stay on topic. We it. won't. No, we mm-hmm. won't. So I think we should just talk about, start off by introducing like our favorite movies. I'll have Caleb start it off as uh, talk about a movie you
1: really enjoy. <laughs> a movie I really enjoy? Yes. Uh, I think, like all of us here, I enjoy all movies. Um, Except for Daniel Who I think Strongly dislikes Horror films I don't I do not Do Do you I like any Is there a horror film That you see And you're like, like That you are like I do enjoy that Was it Was it you Who showed me uh, Don't blink Was it Don't, don't breathe Don't breathe That was good Don't breathe uh, Yeah Caleb is my name And movies Is my uh, no, Belief
0: leave. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We have a strict No rhyming policy That's a 90's thing
1: I'm not bringing back <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay. Back to the Future, okay. The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay, a couple staples, I would say. Gotcha. Um, in my mind, that I just
0: the first two was indicative of a pattern, and then you yeah. threw yeah. us an oddball in there. I threw, like it.
1: threw a real oddball in there. I, I like it. A little couple twists and turns in this cast of pods. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> of your favorite? Why movies? is that?
2: Yes, Daniel. <laughs> okay, yes. Love Star Wars. Oh yeah, Probably. okay. My favorite series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a sucker for like the Fast and Furious, and mm. that's not very. I think everyone's yeah. entitled
0: to a guilty pleasure yeah. and a popcorn movie. I would call it. Oh yeah. So.
1: So like just pure entertainment.
0: Yeah. For example, um, we have a strict anti-Michael Bay policy. Yeah. Here, but if someone's like, "Hey, I enjoy watching the Transformers movies," they leave. Be, we get them out of here. We we kick them out. We kick them out. But mm-hmm. they're entitled to it. Um, what about you? What's some of your favorite movies? Uh I am Luke and some of my favorite of course A New Hope, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's just kind of a given. Uh The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, that's great. That's that's one of my favorites. Wes Anderson's style was really refined and mm-hmm. honed in on that one. And it's just like uh a, a piece of fine art in cinema form. Mm-hmm. Um so... It's
1: it's it's one of those movies that mm-hmm. you know, movies I think has always been an art. Yeah. Um, But it's one of those things where you're like, oh, this is art. Right. Like, this is why.
0: And so it's one of those things where, like, using that painting analogy is you could go to a museum, see some possibly better examples of more compelling art or things you personally enjoy more. Mm -hmm. But you see a da Vinci painting. Mm -hmm. It's like that's... Mm -hmm. You have to give props to that for what it is. Whether it's not your style. For sure. Um, And then for me, I want damien chazelle i'm gonna go with whiplash instead Mm. of la la land whiplash Mm. is a film beautiful really good film those are both great though so they'll be i
1: strongly admire damien chazelle (laughs) and uh his drive and his passion good up and comer yeah for sure something i someone i really look up to in the film industry (laughs) in terms of someone who's created something and (laughs) uh you know has a dead set mind about what he wants to do (laughs) or at least he shows that yeah um, yeah, I know Whiplash is just great yeah. And uh, La La Land is beautiful mm-hmm. and, But they're both I don't know I feel like Because I've gone back and forth Whiplash was one of my, is still one of my favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. and yeah, It was La La you that Land, showed that to me actually. Right and, and La La Land is Also one of my favorite movies of all time Yeah In terms of which one's better They're just both so different mm-hmm. But and those I,
2: are his two movies right? that's it. Those... I mean he
1: made Guy and Madeline on a Park Bench And that was his right. um, It was his own film Right. It was his foray into film. That was his first, like, mm-hmm. thing. But is it an independent release? It or? was totally independent, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I have not seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I plan to eventually. But anyway, so those two movies are, you know, amazing. As to which one is better, I feel like they're both, for me, probably the same amount mm-hmm. of great, but for different reasons.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's what I would say. I think part of it for me, La La Land, it, I don't really have holes to poke with it, mm-hmm. but... I think because that one did reach more popularity, not mm-hmm. just with uh, critical acclaim, like mm-hmm. Whiplash was nominated for a lot. Right. But the exposure of it, mm-hmm. for me, that inner hipster in me is oh, yeah. not intentionally like, oh, I don't like popular but I'm like, there's that instinct to view something as overrated, even though yeah. I know it's not. Right.
1: So I think Whiplash, for me, I enjoy it in a hidden gem kind right. of way. Yeah. It is still a hidden gem. Yeah. Yeah. It is still Hinge, I'm for sure. And, uh, you know, but it's also, it won JK his, you know, Oscar. So it's crazy yeah. to think about, even though it was, like, hidden, it's still... And was that his renowned? first song? That was his first song. First and only. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I love everything he's... I love everything in. JK's in is, is, is no, great. I can't think of it. Even the one. Farmer's commercial. Even the
0: <laughs> <in his> Farmer's. <laughs> um, so... about your birds. So, so, not, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, so what are some other artists in the film, whether it's directors, writers, actors, where you've kind of seen a similar thing? Like, we were talking about, you're saying Damien Chazelle really inspires you, mm. and he's effectively done two things mm. um, and there's always the I've seen people who have done a couple things and then fall off the radar or mm. end up doing, you know, becoming kind of infamous or something like mm-hmm. that uh, so I'm just trying to think, what are some of those other situations where you, so for me for example I saw Michael B. Jordan in what was that, Chronicle mm,
1: right. um,
0: the whole Chronicle's good.
1: Chronicle yeah. is underrated
0: I, 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 I would say it's underrated for sure and that was <laughs> one of those things where it was mockumentary mm-hmm. and really compelling acting as far as it seemed documentary it seemed realistic Mm, acting Found Found yeah yeah found 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 footage not mockumentary thank thank you for the correction so it seemed very found footage and real and so all the cast in that i was like they're going they're going places this is mm -hmm. it's really good and michael b jordan skyrocketed skyrocketed skyrocketed. i thought the same would i thought more so would be dane mm dehan and he got cast in well so here's the thing, because I have a lot of respect for the stuff Michael B. Jordan's doing. Dane DeHaan, he, then he got cast in Spider-Man, and that was an odd role. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was just kind of too odd for me.
1: What do you and mean, then, as in terms of odd? Just, Not to make uh, this is a Spider-Man podcast, right? But... Right.
0: Um, just the portrayal of it. It was.
1: You didn't like his Harry? you, you were you were accustomed it, to? His, it was
0: his um, Green Goblin. There was just. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah See, that... that's
1: funny because I forget about that. Yeah, I Think about yeah. his Harry. also. No, his Harry was
0: great. Um, I
1: think It's kind of shoehorned Yeah, yeah And right. that's The probably, Rhino definitely But uh, the Green uh, Goblin too that's yeah. See that's where I'd have to disagree with you Is that I feel like The Green Goblin Is more shoehorned Than the Rhino Because I feel like Rhino What I loved yeah. about Amazing Spider-Man th- mm-hmm. Through its faults And I recently yeah. Revisited it through You know some clips Of the movie and whatnot Because mm-hmm. um, I'm a diehard Spider-Man fan And I yes. You know, growing up, I'm like, is this, is the Raimi trilogy better? Is the web trilogy better? I'll look at the new Spider-Man. I realize that they're all great because they're Spider-Man. Even Spider-Man 3 is, you know, it's not yeah. the greatest, but mm-hmm. I still enjoy it in some parts because yeah. it's Spider-Man. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm watching Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. and I feel like, though it definitely has its faults, as do all movies, um, I think that I love the idea of, you know, Paul Giamatti being the rhino and opening up the movie and having this cool chase sequence. And, you know, he's super hammy, but he knew he was being hammy. In mm-hmm. the interview, he's like, yeah, I got to act like a kid again, or whatever, you know? like So then, but his it's when... the character looked
2: great. It's yeah. when
1: they introduce him at the end of the movie, and then they don't finish the fight. They're like, what? what? Yeah, like, it was... I like the... I, I, let me rephrase that yeah. before you talk. Is I like the introduction of mm-hmm. whatever his name is, Alexia Stevich, the guy who becomes Rhino. Yeah.
0: Something very than Then curious. to when
1: he actually became Rhino at the end of the movie. You know, I like him being yeah. there... But then when you rush along his thing. yeah. And then Dane DeHaan. What's that sci-fi movie he's in? It's... Oh, Valerian? <laughs> Valerian. Sure. I haven't seen that. Yeah, so again, that's not, that's it. one of the things I'm like, hey, he's doing blockbusters, but... I don't know. He, I he mean, had... I, haven't seen, I haven't seen that. I really... I don't know. I think Chronicles is a good place to start because it's such a... And I'm, I have a very love and hate relationship with found footage movies. Because I feel like yeah. the rule I would abide by, mm-hmm. given I was doing a found footage film... Mm-hmm. Oh, you were in one, weren't you? I was mm-hmm. not in one. Oh. But... If I were to do one, if I were to direct or star in or I don't know, um, is that I like the idea that, you know, what Blair Witch did is someone picked up a recording and then someone finds that recording and just plays it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, back in the day, Blair Witch is on a shoot and mm-hmm. whatever cam yeah. so you just watch it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it's when you see things like Chronicle and it's all the like that one, and it gives you cool shots when they're all in the air fighting and all yeah, the like smartphones those. are around them, mm-hmm. and it shows the smartphones. Well, yeah. who edited that? You know, because the whole point of found footage is that you found the footage,
0: right? So when and when then you... you're
1: watching so it. So it when that's I like Chronicle. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're like, well, who made this? <laughs> like, right. You know, like, how, how did this come to be? Because the whole point is that you're watching, and you're yeah. like, at least in it's, my point of view. Yeah. Because Cloverfield is a movie where it's like, oh, this yeah, is all it it's newscast. Yeah. 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 This is all newscast and so I think, together.
0: Yeah, I think that's an interesting line to toe with the found footage stuff, mm-hmm. because you can have it where it's like, this is just the footage, and I like that stuff where like, clips, like, it's classic camcorder stuff where, like, a clip ends, it plays the next clip, and you see them with the camera, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are ones that are edited because there are, like, TV documentaries and stuff like that that are them editing footage right. that was found and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with Chronicle, the little crickety I would add in there is the first act then doesn't make sense right. with some of the stuff that was kept in there. Right, because he's um, like, look,
1: we're recording everything. And at the right, end, it's like... Right. It so, follows... like, the,
0: the first shot where he was testing his camera and stuff, like, mm-hmm. I'm recording everything now, Dad. I mean, great, great shot, but it doesn't fit with the same narrative, narrative. that like, this was edited. Right. Um, but I think... F- it's not really much of a complaint, though, because I feel like mm-hmm. the movie allowed you to suspend your disbelief of enough Because just the... You you know the reality of uh, the rule. Everything has to be found footage mm. kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, there was a good... Not to uh, oh, go interrupt you, but there was a, a good found footage film I watched. Like, not you know, Paranormal Activity or something like that, but it, it kind of revitalized the, mm. the movement. But it was just a, a low-budget indie film. It was just like, hey, that was believable found footage the story and everything was it was a horror film um as most would be mm-hmm. i'd imagine uh called hell house llc okay and it was just well put together and it was one of those things just with horror which is one of the few genres that has a specific market for independent low budget yeah it's very interesting mm-hmm. because you don't need to master the craft and have the um what well, you do but you don't need to have the resources of Hollywood to build tension and to stir something in someone mm-hmm. and so it was about these people that they make like haunted house attractions they tour and they'll like buy an old property mm-hmm. turn it into a you know haunted attraction for Halloween mm-hmm. and the place they were at was actually haunted but it was one of those uh, things where it throughout it it's just like uneasy oh what? but there wasn't like that many scares and stuff and then it's just as it gets closer towards the end there's little hints that something's gonna happen mm-hmm. and then the ending it all breaks loose right um, but there's teasers in the beginning of it to okay. get you to get you interested yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. not just watching people hang out for, for the first sure. hour for sure. so yeah it was really good
1: all right it's just like
0: a it was a good version of that it was low budget it wasn't I saw something normal of the movie.
1: same uh, uh-huh. this is Netflix movie it's called The Good Neighbor Okay. And uh, I I had stumbled across it through some YouTube videos, and I was like, "What is this?" There's no, someone must, in that, that... Uh, mm, oh oh, um, James Conn. Okay. James Conn is probably the biggest name from the movie that I don't remember. Yeah. Um, he he, uh, you know, Misery. You uh, know, Elf Oh yeah, um, yeah,
0: Misery. Um, okay. I'm just trying to place. I don't think yeah, I know remember. The, elf? I don't think.
1: Uh, yeah, I remember my son I'm yours. Do <laughs> you remember? He's <laughs> the um, Godfather you right? Yes. Yes. Name as Con well. Godfather. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's in the movie. So long story short, the movie's about some kids who basically want to conduct an experiment of if things happen around you, will you believe what you want to see? So they basically set up this dude's house, and he's their neighbor. Apparently he's just, like, um, it tells you that he's this, like, really, you know, uh, mean old man, so this has been coming to him for forever, so they set up it so... His, his, like doors close, windows open, the temperature goes down at night. You know, candles turn on and off, and he's like, "What?" And they're recording it all. They set up cameras in this house. It's mm-hmm. gone one day, and they're watching it all through their computer. So the shots are through webcam for them. Okay. And then for him, it's through you know security footage. Mm-hmm. So it, it it was done. I think it it kind of did revitalize the found footage aspect a little bit. Is how you know you're walking, and then if he's passing through different hallways, you just go to different security cameras, and mm-hmm. then. It, Without spoiling anything, it all wraps up in a court case, and they're displaying all the footage. Okay. And that's interesting to me. So that gotcha. The movie was... It was, was alright, but... Right. But it was so just an they, interesting yeah, take. Interesting yeah. on it, for sure. What about you, Daniel? What are some of your, like, artists in terms of, like, film directors, some that yeah. you really enjoy their work? So I'm definitely the layman
2: of the group. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely the, let's say, the common consumer, let's say. But right. I think... Chris Nolan, I would uh, say, is the first mm-hmm. name that comes to mind. If it's okay. a director, you say this was directed by Chris Nolan. I say I'm sold. You're right. I'm sold. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: Right. I, I'm.
0: Gonna, I definitely agree with that.
1: What's some of your favorite of uh, Chris Nolan?
2: So he, I think his Batman trilogy was mm. fantastic. Of mm-hmm. course, obviously Inception. I mean, right. <laughs>
1: Inception. I was just thinking about yeah. that the other day. So, we rewatched it. Like, mm-hmm. Really? HBO, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a good. It, that Inception. I was watching a video. I. It's. It. It escaped me who I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. quoting but I was watching this it was a screenwriting video mm-hmm. and it was basically saying um, without this you won't have a good script and he was basically saying he well was just, video essays what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was kind of a type of. it was almost a master class type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and uh, the instructor was basically saying hey we'll use Inception as a as a example, example. Yeah. thank you and um, basically y- you can take the most complicated of movies and it, if it doesn't if you can't simplify it what the story is about within two sentences, what's the point? So, Mm -hmm. and he said, oh, so let's use Inception. And I was like, what? And he goes, super complicated story. But really, all Inception is about is a group of people coming together to make someone change how they do something. Right. Right. And you're like, whoa! (laughs) Like you're like, wait a second. So this is, you know, the dreams and the dreams and dreams all just have an effect on this one guy. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting. I was just just thinking about that the other day. So even the most, you know, Chris Nolan, he's great. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I think that's the interesting thing is um, Interstellar. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. I have not
1: seen Interstellar. Really? Really? I'm not
0: sure how um, it's generally received. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. I've heard that some people don't, and I could see why because I like that it does get pretty scientific. Mm -hmm. Just so if you're more into scientific stuff, I think you would have a higher proclivity to enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. Just like, like if you really like psychology, you're more likely to like Inception. I would mm-hmm. say. Interesting, but it's not exclusive.
1: As opposed to me, who like mm-hmm. you know, I'm all for I'm all for psychology, but I love filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Right. So watching as a as yeah. a you know aspiring filmmaker, I'm like whoa, like right. look at that shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <is> space. <laughs> yeah, me too. As a filmmaker, <laughs> like, yeah. that was one of the really inspiring things. Right. where
0: just open doors I didn't know were around, but with Interstellar it has a lot of complex things going on it's very complex mm. and it's part of this new movement like um the martian was another one of those films where oh, yeah they're more or less scientifically accurate science fiction mm-hmm. um so it's not fictional science it's science in progressed... a fictional landscape yeah in I a fictional know. landscape so it's more experimental but you could still follow a story i would say um because i didn't brush up my textbooks or anything before watching it <laughs> uh, you could still follow the story and make it simple so it reminds me of this quote um or saying, like, a smart person, I'm butchering this, but a smart person can make things complicated. Mm. A really smart person can make things simple. Mm. And so, I think that's the thing with Christopher Nolan is he can take complex stuff, but you can still follow it.
1: And that's the thing is, like, Daniel was saying, you hear Chris Nolan, mm-hmm. and you go, Well, I'm sold. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, what do you put that with a good idea
0: mm-hmm.
1: on it, like a base of a good idea? You're like, yeah. Wow, so if you heard Chris Nolan, James Bond, I would just oh, jump out of yeah, my yeah. seat. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine, like, mm-hmm. you know? Like,
2: I, I just, this is just me. Mm-hmm. I don't like Superman mm. as a character. As a I character? Like okay. Yeah. So does that translate to his yeah. films? You don't like his films either? So I see Man of Steel coming out. I'm like, uh. oh, okay, here we go again. Produced by Chris Nolan. Right. Oh, okay. Okay,
1: okay. let's Not see. What we, let's yeah. see what it was actually good for it. It <laughs> is. It's a good, Man of Steel. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it gets more hate than it should have. I mm-hmm.
0: think. Yeah, um, I would say so. And I think it's possibly because if you look at it objectively, you're like, hey, good, good job. Mm-hmm. Good job. That, I enjoyed that. When there was this huge hype around it of bringing Superman back, mm-hmm. and with the context of all the success with the Avengers and people saying like, "Hey, this is our Iron Man mm-hmm. starting off this new thing," and it probably didn't meet the expectations that people like the flaws in it were pronounced oh, right. because it it, it wasn't it, Avengers. It, had or it had wasn't, seemed yeah. as though this was promising a perfect movie. Yeah, I think uh, surrounding it. Which it wasn't. Which there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say there. I would say there is not a perfect movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, um, I would say one of my artists that I hear, and sadly he passed away last year, which I was not aware of until a couple of days ago, which made, made me upset. But mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan Demme, who directed Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Um. He really had an interesting way. So when you watch Silence, have you seen? As you guys have seen Silence, right? I, I have for uh, sure. Daniel like a long time ago. Okay, yeah. so if you remember, almost every shot in that movie is. Right in their face. Yeah. Right in every character's face. And, I, you know, reading stories from the set, you hear, um, you know, Jodie Foster and uh, Anthony Hopkins talking about how, you know, the camera's right in your face. And that really was a different way of acting, you know, because it's right there. And, right. But that gives you a more of a intense movie yeah. because mm-hmm. it's right there. So you feel like Hannibal's staring at you. And you're like, whoa. Right. And it may, it's so like the way he directed things. And from what I heard on set, from the actors, you know, from the interviews and stuff, they were talking, you know, Ted Levine was talking about how um, Jonathan Demme had such a calm presence. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, let's try this, let's try this this way. You know, yeah. and we're going to make the camera a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, and he's he was one of those directors who, if you remember uh, in Jodie Foster's speech in the movie when she's talking about why, you know, the lambs, you know, wish she was scared from, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to that, if you watch that scene, there's a part where, uh, like, uh, I think a prop guy or a prop master dropped something, and you hear like a, ping, like in the background, okay. and she's still acting, mm-hmm. and originally he was going to cut back to flashbacks during that scene, mm-hmm. and film mm-hmm. like a little girl running from the lambs or whatever, yeah. and then he was like, no, this performance is it, she, I mean, she sold it, we're keeping that, Yeah, and like that, I love people who make those decisions, where it's yeah. like, yeah, exactly,
0: exactly, yeah, I remember, I remember mm-hmm. watching that scene, and it's just like, your breath gets a little heavier, it's just you're mm-hmm. drawn in right. to that, and you see Hannibal's looks on mm-hmm. his face. Um, so good. Throughout the film, and you're uh, you're, you're yeah, really it's one of those films. Yeah. It's one of those films, and I think the performances, the writing, the editing all goes into this. But I think I think perfected and amplified by those kinds of shots that you were mm-hmm. mentioning, you really are immersed in it mm-hmm. for sure. For sure, you're there, and it's a very unsettling place to be, mm-hmm. and you can't look away all because right. when it's so close up like that. It feels like you can't look away. Intrusive, yeah. Yeah. Even though you can look away from the screen, you're ignoring everything around the screen. Right, exactly. You're in that. And so you're in it for the ride.
1: So, speaking of movies we love, Mm -hmm. how movies we want to love? Wanting to love, release dates upcoming movies I want to love. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay, <laughs> a,
0: okay. little, little bit of a little bit of a... I feel like there could have been just a couple steps removed from that. But Probably. I, I'm going to give you props for, I'm gonna try. for attempting.
1: I'm going to try to attempt. But yeah. uh, what are a couple of movies of, uh, you know, 2018, this year that you guys are excited for just through, you know, title? We haven't even seen a trailer for it yet. Right, like, right. Oh, well, This is an interesting project. I know... You were speaking of Wes Anderson earlier. Uh, I, yeah, he has Isle of Dogs. Is that I what it is? It, I believe it's Isle of Dogs. I And this is coming from a guy who oh, has... Well, that's this year. <clears> yeah, uh-huh. that is this year. And I have not seen um, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, I haven't, haven't oh, seen it. Dude. I would highly recommend yes. it. I haven't seen it, but I want to see Isle of Dogs. I mean, And I want to see Fantastic, too. But I'm saying yeah. that Isle of Dogs, just the cast list alone. And the humor of it, I was like, yeah. this looks incredible. <laughs> like, yeah. When is that coming out? Because I forgot about that. Soon. You know, um, it's um, coming
0: out. I'm acting like I'm... Thinking, I'm looking it up on my phone. It's coming <laughs> right, 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 right. out
1: uh, March 23rd. So on March, in about 23rd. a month. No, we were... I'm excited for that. I'm yeah. excited for that. I'm a... I think my most anticipated movie of this year. Hit me with it. Um, speaking of uh, Mr. Chazelle himself, oh. is he is releasing um, a movie in October okay. called First Man, and it's about Neil Armstrong. Oh, right. And That comes out in October, and it stars Ryan Gosling and you know a couple other mm-hmm. cast members that are you know profound. Yeah. But uh no, I'm super excited for that project because you know, this guy did Whiplash, then he did a full-on musical. Right. And you know, every mu- every movie that I've seen of his has a very strong musical element to it. And yeah. in space there's no sound. So I'm very interested to see that. You mm-hmm. know, like how does he what's yeah. the score going to be for that, you yeah. know? The guy who scored Whiplash is coming back.
2: Yeah, too, so I,
0: I feel like he kind of intentionally. um oh, for specula- sure. yeah. was saying, let me get out of the box, challenge yeah. myself, mm-hmm. and that's one of those things I'm am anticipating and hoping that he says, "Hey, I did two very music centered. Mm-hmm. I did two music films, mm-hmm. um, one a music film, one more musical, mm-hmm. and now let me do space history. Super excited! And he could be one of those people that just says, let me do something." Let me perfect it and move on to something else. Yeah.
1: Kind of like Ryan Coogler. He did uh, Fruitville Station, then he did right. Creed. Mm-hmm. I've seen Fruitville, I have not seen Creed. Um, I have not seen Creed. I, and then he uh, just yeah. came out with Black Panther. And you're like, dude, you're hitting all oh, the marks. Like, oh, okay. You're, oh, you're, yeah, yeah. You're hitting all the marks, dude. Like, this guy yeah. is, you know, he's only, what, 31 years old? Something mm-hmm. like that. And This, wow. this guy, like, you, you look at him and you're like, dude, I am inspired. Mm hmm. Um, and I think Damien Giselle kind of has that same track record, where it's like, dude, you're only this, you know, you're super young and you've already done these things. That's crazy. Right,
0: right. So. I think for me, uh, <clears throat> when it comes to anticipated stuff, hit me. I have yet to uh, really smack me. I I'm trying. Oh. <laughs> I've yet to really dive <laughs> in and see what all is upcoming and see what I'm excited about. So just the initial reactions. It's early in the year. Uh-huh. Is the continuations of. Existing franchises Uh So of course Avengers Infinity War Very excited about that That's
1: going to be like a staple
0: That is I I believe so Because the comic storylines That's one of those things where it's like Oh my gosh Mm. So for them to bring it into The film Again I feel like it's going to be kind of a revitalization Which I love Of the way that the first Avengers movie was Oh my goodness all this stuff coming together Uh, The second Avengers was like
1: they're still together. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, more more Avengers, and there's Vision.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but and, and then Vision shows up. I feel like Infinity War is gonna be again another just new thing, uh-huh. uh Kind of like the first Avengers was. Speaking of superhero continuations, though, Incredibles two. Oh the, yes. one could make the argument. I would say, and this is definitely true pre Avengers, uh-huh. but the original Incredibles movie, if you just look at. The storyline uh-huh. and stuff. you could make the argument that that's the best superhero film. if yeah. if you take not taking into account comparing it to other superhero films, this is a story but if you look at like what you think of superheroes from comic book and mm-hmm. cartoon it was such a huge world that they built in Incredibles mm-hmm. so that was such a great I, I'm trying not to use the word incredible to describe it marvelous <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that's why I'm stuttering so much oh, I'm like, fantastic. It was Pro- it was a, <laughs> a film. Brilliant. it was the red Fantastic Four uh-huh. <laughs> I've heard nothing of Ant-Man and Wasp oh you haven't seen the trailer it was dope No, it was dope yeah it, it's one of those things though I see that and I'm
1: like yeah I've I'm excited Paul Rudd that's my uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna marry him I'm oh, gonna yeah. marry Paul Rudd. Honestly, I hope you do. Uh, I think he's married, but we're gonna make it a try. Try marriage. We'll make it work. I don't know. Can work. Paul Rudd is amazing. I can't. I cannot wait for him. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: isn't there a Wreck It Ralph? Two Ralph breaks the Internet. That'll be good. Interesting.
1: Um, I like Ralph.
0: Rick Ralph was a good film. I like so. it. well speaking of films that just drop a bunch of references.
2: I'm excited for Ready Player One.
0: Ready Player One? Just the trailer yeah. blew my mind.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How really?
0: much they I I, yeah. I I Yeah. I I think I'm going to pick up the novel. Oh, do you know the release date of that of the film? It's soon. It's soon, it's super soon. I, soon. I might uh, so soon. I
2: kind of want to read it too. I might I heard it's a
0: short read. I might move some of my books around and read that. I next. like that term. Move some
1: of my books around. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you want to go for dinner Saturday night? Yeah, let me just of my books around. We'll, yeah. we'll make it work. I
0: don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, a lot of times I tell people in, in my business when they're saying like... Because a lot of my work I just do from home and it's like yeah. calls and emails and stuff like that. Right. And so I'm really open schedule-wise. Uh-huh. But I don't say it. They're like, oh, when are you free? I'm like, any time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you name it. I'll move my books around. Yeah, so that's what, I'll so, do it. So that's what I say is I'm like, hey, you let me know when... Or, like, I give them a time, and they're like, that doesn't work. And I'm like, it was just an arbitrary time I think. I'm like, hey, you let me know when, and I can move some stuff around.
1: <laughs> you let me know when, and uh, I have some books, but move, move oh, I will so move okay. them around. Yeah. Uh, and it shows you in your apartment, like, stacking different <laughs> books in a line. Yeah, I, yeah, I just reach up <laughs> on the bookshelf. Whoosh, 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 and just, like, move it to the right.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm the left.
1: I do. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Beyonce style. Mm-hmm. Everything you own. In a box. To the left. To the left. To the left.
0: Oh, I get the reference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're very proud of you. All right. Okay, let's wrap
0: this thing up. No, no, So, what I'm okay. saying
1: is my question for you guys for next week is yes. what's your favorite duology? Just two movies. Duology. Mm. Ooh.
2: Not a trilogy. And just so, some things they did not continue this. Mm-hmm.
1: Either A, they didn't intend to be like, we need to make this a trilogy. Or B, they just intended, no, like, this is just two films. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want it to be.
2: And so they did not continue... So it it's like if Godfather...
1: Just... If it's like if Godfather... like Godfather Part 1 and 2 and that's it. But they
0: did make But they did,
1: but they a did God... 3, so that oh, oh, doesn't okay, count.
2: Right, okay. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Now what about if it's a trilogy but we...
1: Oh, that doesn't count because it's a trilogy. So I want it to just be they only released 2 films.
0: But they... With Godfather they released 3.
1: Exactly. I'm not. We're not using that as an example. Oh, so you're we're saying, saying that if not... they didn't release three, oh. that would be one. Oh, no. okay.
0: That's where I was confused. No, I thought... no, no, no. Okay. Okay. We'll next them we'll like over. It.
1: We'll let that, uh, we'll let that uh, marinate.
0: All right.
1: All right, man. Well,
0: on that, that has been our featured presentation. I hope right. you guys enjoyed. Featured Um. No, I hated this. That I'm
1: not softball. going back. I mean, you guys can have that question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we love you all.